0: Brent, 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 Brent we want to talk about faith. We want to talk about um, politics. We want to talk about race. We want to talk about yeah. pop culture. Literally, mm-hmm. we did. Everything everything, everything, everything. Everything is up for discussion, and that's what retch culture is
1: about. It's about a thing. Yeah, I feel good. Waking hands And make shots from the ass. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. Brunch culture. What's going on, world? You're tuning in to Brunch Culture. I'm your host, Randall Keith, and as always, I'm joined by my co host, Miss Lisa Victoria. What's up, y'all? All right. So, we have some pretty explosive topics this week in our week in review. Lisa, kick them off with uh, that Raven Simone situation.
0: So, Raven Simone was on Oprah's Where Are They Now? And in this, she made a pretty controversial topic about labels. She uh, expressed that she doesn't like to be labeled. She's in a relationship um, with a woman, so we would categorize her based on that as either lesbian or bisexual, but she does not like that label. And she would be categorized by race as African American. And raven was just told Oprah that she didn't like, you know, categories. She doesn't know what country in Africa she's from. She knows she's from her roots go back to Louisiana. And so she feels like it's unfair to be categorized as African American when she doesn't even know what country she's from. And that exploded on social media. People were like, how do you not know, how do you not identify with race? So She wrote a response, or she gave a response, and she said that she was misquoted. Her exact response was, I never said I wasn't black. I want to make that very clear. I said I'm not African American. I never expected my personal beliefs and comments to spark such emotion in people. I think it is only positive when we can openly discuss race and being labeled in America. I don't know where my roots go to. I don't know how far back they go. I don't know what country in Africa I'm from, but I do know my roots are in Louisiana. I'm I'm an American, and that's a colorless person. Um, yeah, you're black, and categorized <laughs> as African American. I and you're either a lesbian or bisexual based on who you're dating. I, I mean, it, I I just I I don't know. It, it's it's not like people I, – I don't know. I was just like, Raven, what's going on? She <laughs> uh, has too much money to think about this stuff. That's what
1: it <laughs> is. <laughs> it's, it's funny. So after hearing her statement, her her comeback with the statement, hearing her say that she was um, – she said that she wasn't African-American. She doesn't feel that like she's African-American, but she didn't say that she was black. I kind of – So I disagree, but I kind of get where she was going, and I think it just kind of speaks to a bigger issue that we have in the black community, and a lot of people don't realize that there's a difference between race and ethnicity, and so your race um, and race, there's a lot of debates about race not being categorized, I mean, being something that's valid, because it really is not something that you have people that are, quote-unquote, African-Americans, but that are light or white. So you would call them black. Um, so I kind of get that term. So her saying, like, I am a black woman, but I can't say that I'm an African-American because I don't know where my roots are connected to in Africa. I think that speaks to a bigger problem that we have of not really knowing our roots. And we know that, uh, that story, slavery being undocumented for a long time, yada, 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 that deep story. So I think it speaks more to that. Um, But one thing I think that kind of happens, and I think I was having this discussion with my friend about why she brought in the whole African-American label. I think sometimes in a situation where one doesn't want to be looked at as different because of their sexual preference, the the best thing, it's taboo to to consider somebody as different or kind of different in a negative way because of their race. So if you kinda of accompany your race with your sexual preference and say that it's it's bad for you to categorize me in that way for both, it kinda of gives make it seem like it's more you're more justified in why you shouldn't look at her because of her sexual preference as opposed to uh c- because you wouldn't do it with her race. So I kinda of think that's where it comes from. But the whole thing when I first heard it, I was like, all right, And then when I heard her response, I'm like I kind of get what you're saying, but at the end of the day, nah, you, uh, <laughs> you. I mean. Yeah, and I get what
0: she's saying as far as, like, you wouldn't classify somebody white as Irish-American or Italian-American. You would just say they're American, and I get it from that perspective. Um, yeah. But it's kind of like, seriously, I think she was just really trying to not be labeled as a lesbian or bisexual, and so that's why she threw color in, like you were saying.
1: Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> that's uh, Raven Samoa. In other news, um, some unfortunate things happened in actually St. Louis, um, in the same, about 12 miles out from Ferguson, Missouri, another uh, African-American team, black team, was shot and killed by a police officer. It was an off duty police officer. The the team's name is Vonderit DeAndre Myers. Uh apparently the story and in terms from the as it comes from the police chief, Mr. Sam Dotson said that uh three teams were walking, uh they began to run, an unarmed I I'm, I'm sorry, an off duty officer passed them, turned around and saw that they were running, began to follow behind them on foot, uh for whatever reason, expecting, thinking that there was something uh, that he needed to investigate. One of the teens fell. It's the the story in terms of the police is that he pulled out a gun and shot at the police, the officer three times, and the officer responded with 17 shots, of which seven to eight of them uh, are said to have uh, hit Myers and killed him. And there's this big thing of whether – Myers actually had a gun. Police said that they uh, confiscated a nine millimeter gun from the, the the scene of the scene of the shooting. But people, bystanders, um, people, eyewitnesses said that the there was actually the, Myers was actually holding a sandwich and not a gun. So he had nothing to shoot at the officer with they are people are all saying that there was no gun he didn't have a gun there's actually a surveillance uh, footage from Myers just moments before when he was in a store purchasing uh, purchasing actually a sandwich and he has on skinny fitted jeans that a little that kind of hang a little low but you don't see him with any guns any weapons there are no bulges in his pocket his back pocket the camera gets a great view of him from multiple angles and so from that video it doesn't appear that he had any type of weapon. Um, and so people are saying, the family as well is saying that he did not have a gun. And so we kind of have another unfortunate event this week. Um, we still have protesting that are going on in Ferguson for Mike Brown, but this is just one more thing that people are protesting for. And I just say, man, that this is it's, it's a hard story. Like, we can't get into we, – we don't know all of the, the details. We don't know if he had a gun, if the gun was found, you know, where that gun is and where was it found in proximity to where the body was and vice versa. But it is just really, really unfortunate to have yet another young black teen um, be killed and another family that has to suffer through this. It, it Honestly, it seems like this is an all-out melee on black teens, black men, and as a black man, man, it's really unfortunate, and it's just hard to hear about,
0: yes, definitely, definitely, so we definitely want to keep that family in prayer, um because I can't imagine how it is for another mother to lose her her child, another mother and father,
1: right, so we're gonna move
0: into our main topic this week this week's main topic is pretty interesting because it's all about friends. Um this week's main topic is called friends is levels to this. And what about
1: your friends.
0: All right. In
1: hey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so um it is levels to friendship. Uh we posted a picture on our Instagram page showing the different levels. We have like a pyramid and they're broken up into five different levels. And the first one is professional. The bottom level is professional, then the next one is social, then the next one is homie, then the next one is inner circle, and at the top you have your BSF, your best friend, the person who has the most access to you. And I think this is crucial because a lot of people don't understand there's different levels, and levels are set by expectations, exposure, levels of intimacy. Um, All those factor into levels. I know for me, professional includes my work friends, my school friends, uh, even church friends to a degree Mm -hmm. um, that you just have that casual relationship with that you might even have long conversations with at the workplace, at church, at school, but it never crosses that boundary of, oh, we're going to hang out, you know, I'm going to know all your business. I might even get some advice. You know, there's been times I'm at work. I get dating advice from this person or just some random advice, but it's not going into, oh, let's hang out. I just need a different perspective. And right. then you have the social friends, the people you just kick it with. They could be work. They, you could have met them at different places, but that's that level where you're social. I don't really know that much about you, but we do hang out. We we can meet for brunch um, happy hour, whatever, however you hang out, engage them. Then you have your homies, the people that, oh, we trip out, we hang out, they know me, they know my family. These could be people you grew up with all your life, and they just, you know, it's not that deep or used to be deep as kids, but, man, this my homie forever. Um, your girl, your homeboy, I kick it. Then you have your inner circle, the people who know your business, Um that y'all run stuff by each other, and then you have your best friend, which is usually one or two people that know everything about you. There's no time restrictions on you calling them. Your expectations are the highest for them, and it's just really about, I guess, in all these levels, expectations and what you require and what you share. What about what do you think,
1: Randall? Right. So so with this, and um, one thing that, I think it's important for us to acknowledge. I think when we start to talk about friendships, as men, I don't think we are as uh, cognizant of the different levels of friends. I think, you know, we kind of just have, you know, you kind of have your best friend, the, the people that you're real close with, and you kind of have your homies and then maybe your professionals. Like it's kind of a little more simplistic in terms of the breakdown. And it, I think it's still, we still fit in this same uh five layers of friendship. I don't I just think that we're not as cognizant or maybe intentional about putting people into certain places. People just kind of fall there and when we think about it we realize and sometimes we just we don't. But one of the things I, I want to say is I think that for men and women it's important for us to have an an understanding of these things. I think this is really healthy. I think it's healthy to be able to um, put people in categories and it helps you just to understand where your expect level of expectation should be with that person. And you guys can kind of have that conversation. So particularly if you have someone that is your considered your best friend or somebody that's considered a part of your inner circle that you might share a little bit more personal information about um, these are the people that you kind of have a lot more trust with. I think those type of people, you need to have a very intentional, laid-out conversation about where your expectations are from the standpoint of you not getting disappointed. I think that's really, you know, really important for you to be able to do. And another thing, one reason I think it's good that we're talking about this is, you know, being a Southerner, being from the South, I think we are trained that, you know, all of your friends are just supposed to be super close. You, you you know, if you consider somebody a friend, this person needs to be able to, like, give you their left lung and, or, like, shine your shoes if you need it. Like, this, this needs to be the best, best, the best person. And I think as I started to grow up and expand and kind of get out of my city and went to college and learned a little bit, became a professional learned a little bit, but moving further north and starting to visit places the out west and in the north, I realize that the culture is really different. You know, you have people that have a number of friends, like hundreds of friends in one city, and you're like, man, how do you balance all of this? But those people, they fall in these different categories. So you have your professional friends that, you know, you may go to happy hour with or go to brunch with or, you know, talk to or or hang out with for specific reasons. And then you go up and you have, you know your homies and 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 different social friends and just people in different levels and you can maintain them all because they're clear expecta they're like clear lines of what the expectations are. People know what they are and nobody is upset or have a chip on on their shoulder if you don't call me in a a two week time span or I haven't heard from you because I expect to be. You're ace boom coon, and it's like, nah, you know, we just kind of kick it on the social level. Like, that's what we <laughs> at, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I agree because I I've had people get mad that we're on a social level when stuff happened in my life, and I'm like, but why you mad though? Like, like I wasn't aware we were that close, right? Uh, like. If I get in a relationship or I'm, I'm dating you know, or if just something big happens in my life, I don't notify anybody that's in my social or professional. unless I don't notify them intentionally. If it happened while I'm at work or in a social environment, I might tell them. But big events are usually categorized for homies on up. I don't just notify. And depending on what event it is, then it might be in a circle or not.
1: Yeah, I think and and I think particularly and I'm I'm not trying to like harp on women, but I think, you know, sometimes you guys can take things a little personal. Um so <laughs> your expectations of who this person is supposed to be in your life and where you're supposed to be may not be very clear. It may not be the same. And I think it's just important to, you know, mitigate so how all do you problems. say
0: what 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 are you saying because you have this thing where you like to put women in the box and make these generalizations
1: no, about women i, I didn't men- say i didn't say all women i said sometimes well let me let me clarify sometimes some women that's a, that's okay. all i'll say and you know i think sometimes you guys i mean you guys it's natural we know sometimes i mean for the most part, women are a little more in touch with their feelings. So, you know, from our standpoint, you might not hear from your homeboy in a while, but you're not mad at him per se. You just know, like, hey, I'm good. You know, if if I if I talk to, talk to you, if you I talk. But would you do don't. that
0: if it was like your inner circle, though? Like,
1: probably my best friend. Yeah, probably my best friend. Like, best friend? maybe once every couple few days um okay yeah and i mean like so and if i don't hear from him in a long time i'm not going to be like dang, you ain't called me what i thought we was no i just be like hey man what's going on like you know what's up how's life like i ain't heard from you what's going on update me are you good you know uh one of my my really good friends um one of my best male friends he is him and his wife are expecting a, a kid their are first born and you know i hadn't talked to him with me being busy in the city and stuff we hadn't talked in about two weeks and we just caught up the other day and neither one of us was mad you know i know he is preparing to be a dad and i just moved into a new city and got a lot of stuff going on with my career and stuff like that so it was just kind of like we got lost in that moment but when we talk you know i wasn't pissed with him and i'm used to communicating with him and through some medium medium of communication, like, every day. So I just hadn't talked to him in a minute. And, I, you know, when I talked to him, like, I wasn't upset, but it was just kind of like, hey, man, like, update me with life and what's going on. And I kind of feel like, you know, on the other side, I have a best female friend who I love dearly, but it's understanding everything that's going on. If I didn't talk to her for two weeks, you know, the conversation would have been a little different. <laughs> <laughs> like, had I not contacted her, contacted her or reached out to her in two weeks, you know, I just think, not think, I know for sure things would have just been a tad bit different. The conversation would have so, just, yeah, went somewhere. So how would it have been different? Uh, You know, it would have been like, I thought I had a friend, but I don't have a friend no more. Um, You know, I'm going through life and you ain't here. And <laughs> it's just... It would have been different. Like we'll just say that. I'm not trying to have nobody come come at me. I promise you with all love. I'm just trying to be real in terms of what would have really happened. And I think that's good. It ain't bad. It's just real. But I don't.
0: I don't. I don't expect. Now I might do that for a my two best friends. Um, both of my two best friends are very busy. Uh. So I usually communicate with them regularly, when verbally, when she a text message. Um, on a re- on a regular consistent basis. Anybody else though, it, I no, let me not say that. I sometimes forget if they're homey or down, I I completely forget, like to check up. If they're up inner circle maybe sometimes I, I like to check in maybe once or biweekly and that's kind of how I fall but I really I can tend to forget because when I was in high school and even a, maybe my freshman year of college I never was the type of person that had to have a lot of friends like I have way more friends in my adult life than I had in high school I was kind mm-hmm. of like it when I was in high school I had my best friend and my boyfriend. I was cool. I didn't need to have a lot of friends, so I'm okay with just managing a small amount. So now that I have a big amount now, and then I have these categories, sometimes I can forget about the homie and professional because I'm only used to having a tight knit group. And if I commit to one person, I'm good. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's a balancing act in that regard. But when it's time to hang out, I know I can call some people. But I think you have to be consistent on both sides of what levels people think they're on. Because I know for me, I have some people that I'm social or professional friends with, but they share a lot with me. So, And I give them advice. But in their minds, if I'm in their inner circle, but they're my professional circle, they cause a problem.
1: Because then when stuff
0: happens in my life, you're like, oh, why didn't you tell me? And I'm just
1: like, blank stare, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think you just got to be, but as long as you're clear about those things, I think if you're clear about them and, you know, letting people know where they are, I think it's it's good. It works perfectly. You know what I'm saying? I think it's just those moments where we have two different levels of expectations. I expect one thing from you and you expect another and that's when we have Uh, some sort of issue and it becomes a risk and then you just have kind of like this unnecessary issue or drama that you have to deal with simply because we weren't clear about where we, where we stand. And I think when we having those conversations, it's not, you don't need to call like a a dinner to sit down and say, Hey, I just want to let you know that you're my professional friend. Like that's, you know, that that's weird. Like that's really awkward. We don't need to have. I don't care. Even if in terms of you, you are my best friend or you are in my inner circle, I probably don't need to sit down and have like this formal event to let you know where you're at in my life. <laughs> if that's what you do, it's you know that's cool. But I that's think that'd a be weird. really weird though. That's if yeah. Somebody that's. Did that. Really, really awkward. <laughs> really, really awkward. Not something I think that needs to happen. I think you know, you know, in terms of the things that people share, in terms of titles that you give people, hey, this is my home this is my homeboy, this is my homegirl. Man, let's go to this networking event. Like if you realize that we're always going to networking events and I talk to you at work or we're going to happy hour and we're talking predominantly mostly about, you know, our next career move, our ambitions, our aspirations, or something that's going on in the office. We're probably professional friends, and we can be great professional friends, but we are that. And another reason that I think it's important to have these things, because that's how you have a good network, a good network of people that you can utilize and tap into to learn something. Um, One of my homeboys yesterday, he was making a video for his dad. And he does like video editing and things like that. And I'm giving him ideas and telling him, hey, I think you should try this. And maybe you should do this. And you should incorporate this. And he was like, you know, man, that's why I wanted you to be around, because you have really great creative ideas. I love it. And I'm thinking, dang, I can give him ideas and at the same time sit down with him and watch him put this video together and learn from him. This is something that I would probably have to go to someone else and they would charge me to do I can learn from this guy for absolutely free, and literally all I'm doing is doing something that comes natural and easy to me that I enjoy doing, which is kind of help him direct the path of how this video should look creatively. I think, mm. you have, yeah, having th- that type of network, it only makes you better. It builds your brand. You know what I'm saying? It, it makes you just kind of mo- better in that sense, and that's why it's important to have it because you have these people that are like, ah, I ain't got no friends. I got a couple friends, or I remember there was one lady that worked with me, and I was talking to her about, um, I think we were off on, like, a Monday. Um, this is when I was living in Florida, and I told her, I was like, hey, you know, what you doing this week? What are you doing this weekend? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going out with some friends. And she was like, ugh, I ain't got no friends. And I'm like, oh, okay, uh, you know, you like don't have, like uh, – Husband or anything, so like, what you doing? With? Like, what you, you know, kind of who you kick it with? Like, you got a boyfriend, or you know, and whatever. I mean, whatever you choose to do. And she was like, Nah, I'm just gonna sit home and watch movies. And I was like, Yeah, on a Saturday night, um, <laughs> you're gonna sit home and watch movies by yourself. Sometimes that's cool, but like, this whole I don't need nobody, I'm my own best friend. You, myself, and I, yada, 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 I think that's crazy. I think you're not being realistic with real life and where you're at. And, yeah, I just think that, that's that's a whole nother issue and problem. And I think you miss out on opportunities or potential opportunities when you just limit yourself to thinking that you need one other person or nobody else. That's whack.
0: Yeah. Everybody needs somebody sometimes, and no man is an island. I, I thank God for my friends. My friends helped push me, especially my inner circle. And up. like I don't, I, I don't, I know that we could all survive without people, but I don't want to. So I appreciate my friends. And if you don't have friends, try to get some.
1: Everybody <laughs> needs somebody. Sometimes you remember that commercial. Yes. <laughs>
0: Well, uh, let us know what you think about this whole levels of friendship. Do you have these many levels? Do you have three levels? Do you have two? How how, how do you rate group and group friends? We would love to hear from you. Remember the hashtag #ChatBC on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and join in the conversation and let us know how you group your friends and what levels you have to friendship. what right. It's it's now time for our.
1: Random topic. So today's random topic (laughs) is pretty, pretty darn bizarre. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we try to get you guys the good stuff, and sometimes we'll come across a story or hear something throughout the week, and we're just like, is this real? (laughs) Like, I never thought that we can get something to top – the lady on the plane that was beating folk with her leg. But this one here this week is just kind of like, I don't really know. Like, this one takes the cake. So a woman, a 45-year-old woman, her name is Tanya Ann Fowler. She first saw her photo um, on a local roundup. She took a mugshot. shot. She had a mugshot shot that the police had circulated. She saw it on um, a local roundup of just got caught criminals. Um, And the list is called Bad and Busted. So she looked at the picture. She didn't like her photo. She thought that she looked bad in the photo. And so she calls 911 to let them know that she doesn't like her photo. And they tell (laughs) her, you know, she wants to request that she comes down and to take a second photo because she doesn't like the way that the first photo looked. Well, 911 tells her, sure, come on in. She comes in to take another photo. They rearrest her, and they charge her with unlawful use of 911 and disorderly conduct. So she is actually now arrested and going to jail for the opportunity to take a second mugshot. <laughs> I have <laughs> officially heard it all. And the kicker <laughs> is, when you see these photos, right, they have uh, – they have both photos um, online, the first mugshot and the second mugshot. And, you know, Miss Fowler is, for lack of a better word, not the best person in the looks department. And <laughs> she takes two photos, and the first photo, to me, actually looks better than the second photo. So I don't know if she's going to try to get a third photo, but it's real. Yo, It's just, this thing is bizarre. It's really crazy.
0: Yeah, I I'm like, seriously lady, I just I I don't understand what's wrong with people. I really don't. I just sometimes you see people and you hear stories and you think, what made them think that was okay? Like, what yeah. what's going on up there? Like, I, I don't know.
1: It's I just, just wish really that bizarre. I wish somebody and I hope somebody was taking a video or a picture of the look on her face when she found out that she wasn't actually coming down to just snap another photo and they actually handcuffed her and told her that she was under arrest. Like how that whole process went. Like was she <laughs> shocked? Was she upset? Or did she say, oh, well, this is part of the process of me to get to the photo booth so I could take another picture. <laughs> like That that
0: was reality show worthy right there.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Just crazy. <laughs>
0: But we want to leave y'all with our quote of the day, quote of the week. It says, we rate ability in men by what they finish, not what they attempt. So we want to encourage you to keep pushing because it's not about what you start, but it's about what you finish. So don't quit. You could be, like, right at the brink of becoming that success you want to be. So don't quit. Keep
1: moving and keep pushing um, to be great absolutely absolutely and we again we want to thank you guys for tuning in to brunch culture thank you guys for continuing to be here with us every week make sure that you guys are subscribing to us on spreaker or on uh itunes sharing us with your friends re- re- retweeting us we are definitely going to keep continue to get out there with you guys and do a better job with connecting with you guys on a day-to-day basis make sure you go to our website which is brunch culture bc that's www.brunchculturebc.com follow us on twitter at brunch culture on instagram at brunch underscore culture and also on facebook.com backslash brunch like our facebook page give us your feedback good bad indifferent let us know what you think about what we're doing any shows that you want to hear us talk about, if you are looking to get on the show and you want to add some some things to the show, you have a special interest that you want to talk to us about and we can get out there with you, you let us know and hit us up on our social media accounts and let us know what's going on. And remember, here at Brunch Culture, everything is up for discussion.